Hey everyone, we're so excited to welcome you back to a brand new season of Sincerely Human. We have so many powerful stories of advocates, philanthropists, and changemakers, including the one you're about to hear. If you haven't already, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Help us spread the word about our podcast. Thank you. Now on to this week's episode. I just thought... The internet's got a lot of bad stuff, so let's get off the internet with our good stuff. And so we figured out that the cheapest way to do that, the most financially efficient way, because we're poor, I work with nonprofits for a living, is to make a print newspaper. And we've already got the good newsletter. We've converted the name at that point. So we're like, well, we should call the newspaper the good newspaper. And it really just started as that, like, it was kind of a joke. And so me and a a ragtag small group of people, we launched this thing on Kickstarter. I don't know if it's going to work. And then I anxiously press the launch button. And within 52 hours, we were fully funded. And at the end of our 30-day campaign, we had more than doubled our entire campaign goal. And I was like, oh, people want this. You're listening to Sincerely Human a podcast that tells stories of kindness in action from the lens of today's most inspiring humans. This is Camille. And this is Maverick. Welcome to the show. Did you know that the demand for good news has increased during the pandemic? As reported by the New York Times in April this year, social media accounts and news sites that deliver positive storytelling like Upworthy and the Good News Movement have seen their audience size grow. For that reason, we're excited to feature Brandon Harvey, founder of media company Good Good Good. Brandon is the host of the podcast Sounds Good and the creator of The Good Newspaper. I know. That's a lot of goods. What we love about Brandon's work is that it doesn't ignore the terrible injustices happening in the world. Instead, they highlight the helpers. They focus on that sliver of news that leaves us hopeful and that there's more to this world than the devastating news we see around us. For those of you who are new to our podcast or our work at Human Group Media, first of all, welcome. We're beyond grateful that out of the thousands of podcasts you could be listening to at this very moment, you chose to be with us. A bit of backstory. We released the first episode of Sincerely Human on October 2nd, 2017. It was the morning when the news broke out about the mass shooting in Las Vegas. This shocking and senseless act left 59 people killed and more than 500 injured. There's no doubt that's one of the worst days to launch a new show, let alone one that talks about the goodness of humanity. But nearly three years and dozens of stories later, we're still here discovering and connecting with even more individuals and organizations that are working relentlessly to fight the bad with the good, just like Brandon. It was a beautiful place to kind of grow up. Nothing bad ever happened to anybody is what it at least felt like to me Brandon is talking about Pullman, a small town in eastern Washington where he grew up. He had a happy and somewhat sheltered childhood. I'm sure there were bad things that happened in the world, but everything bad that happened in the news just felt very 
distant. And I was very privileged to have that experience because I know many people do not have that experience. In high school, he took a photography class that allowed him to take a camera home. Brandon didn't stop taking pictures, even when he was done with homework. I would do my daily assignment for photography, and then I would go and photograph a thousand more things. I would look up photographers on the internet that I admired. I would try to emulate what they were doing. I would go out and try new things. Um, I started buying my own lenses to put on the cameras to try different things. I was really obsessed with this opportunity of being an artist. At the age of 16, Brandon started working as a photographer. He had a mentor and a friend who helped him realize what he could do with his talent. Her name was Karen, and she was a few years older than me. She was another creative person in this small town. Maybe we both kind of just didn't fit in in some ways. And so we found each other, and she started teaching me everything that I now know about photography. She didn't just stop at like ISO and shutter speed and aperture. She always insisted that I use my photography for good. She's like, Brandon, you have this skill set that's unique and helpful. And if you don't use this to impact other people positively, then it's a waste. And so she she didn't just like tell me that, but she would like bring me along on shoots where we would put that into practice. We would actually use photography to give back, to move the needle, to make a difference. I started looking around at nonprofits in my community and saying, oh, well, that's an easy way to know that like they probably need help. They're doing good. They don't have a huge budget. I'll just reach out and ask if I can use photography to help them in some way. Through his experiences as a photographer, Brandon realized something. Oh, it's not that I'm in love with photography or the camera. I love the story that I'm getting to tell. I love getting to use this medium to somehow translate a message into, in this situation, photos, but into something that somebody can digest in a different way than they normally would. And, and that truly was the beginning of me seeing myself as a storyteller and, and trying to figure out you know, how to use different means to communicate things that I wanted to communicate, and specifically to communicate things that matter. To search for more opportunities, Brandon then decided to move out of his hometown. It was during that process that I moved to beautiful Portland, Oregon. And at least compared to my small hometown, it felt like so many nonprofits. And I was just being exposed to all of these new opportunities to do good. And again, I was coming from this small town that it felt like there were no problems in my hometown. And now I know that like they were just hidden under the surface. But I go to this big city and I'm living downtown and the homelessness rate is really high. And there's a lot of racial injustice and inequality. And I'm becoming awakened to these things for the first time. But at the same time, I'm asking every single nonprofit I come across if I can help them. And so I have this beautiful privilege of, at the same time that I'm being exposed to heartbreak and pain and injustice, I'm also meeting the leaders of the solutions, the people who are working to fight and push back against the bad in the city with good. And I get to document their stories and take their photos and help use those photos to communicate the good being done. Brandon soon realized that the good stories he was often exposed to were not reaching enough people, or at least not outside the organizations he was working with. But more than that, the political climate also served as a catalyst for Brandon to do something more tangible. 
it was 2016. I just remember what was happening in the world. You know, of course, we were in the midst of the most divisive presidential election of my lifetime. There was a global refugee crisis occurring. And for the first time, many of us were becoming aware of the systemic oppression of people of color in the United States, you know, with everything that happened in Ferguson, Missouri, and protests erupting around the country for the very first time, or at least, you know, the first time I had paid attention in my lifetime. And with all of these things, you know, there's heartbreak and pain and injustice, but there were always people on the front lines of moving the needle for good. And so that's when Good, Good, Good began, was just pointing out those helpers, pointing out the organizations on the front lines, and allowing that to cut through the noise of what felt like the worst year of our whole lives. Brandon launched a newsletter that shared good news every week. But like many of us who've started projects, we don't always kick off with the best, fully fleshed out ideas. When it first started, I always forget this, but it was called the Brandon Harvey email party. Like what a cheesy, terrible name. And it was like so me-centric, you know, but I didn't know this was a media company. I was just like, I need to share these stories. Let's put together a rhyme and put this out with a free MailChimp account. Not long after that, he launched a podcast. Hey, everyone. It's me, Brandon Harvey, and welcome to our first official episode of Sounds Good. I am so it's called Sounds Good with Brandon so Harvey. Supportive. Again, very me-centric. And it was really me, you know, being a young person who believed in the power of making a difference, seeing all these people that I admired, but just wondering okay, but how can I make a difference? You know, I was documenting stories of people making a difference and maybe that makes a difference, but I I don't know if I fully believed that. And so I was like, I'm going to just interview all these inspiring people and understand how they got where they are. Brandon learned an important lesson from the people he interviewed. Every single person who makes a huge difference in the world is just like you and me. They didn't just like take one big stand one day that like made them this incredible nonprofit leader or activist. They just saw an opportunity to make a difference in a small way. They did it. It worked. They did it again. It worked. They brought in another friend to help them. It worked. And then it got bigger and bigger and bigger. But it, you know, it's a years-long process. And so that's what we can all do. We can all basically take a few steps at a time and do what's interesting and then maybe try something else. And eventually it might grow into something. And that's how you end up on you know, that kind of podcast, but we all have the opportunity to do that. There's nobody special in the world of impact. With this in mind, Brandon found another way to make a difference. The dumbest idea I've ever had, which was, hey, we're we're creating all this stuff. It's going out on the internet, but there's also a lot of bad things on the internet. Sometimes it feels like the bad is drowning out the good. And I later found out that there's like a neurobiological reason why that is. We all have this thing called internal negativity bias. Bad news sticks to our brains like Velcro, and good news slides right off our brains like Teflon. And that's why when you get that one mean comment, it drowns out the hundreds of positive affirmations you've gotten that week. It's the reason why bad news is what gets reported by the news, because it's going to get a little bit more clicks. But I didn't know that at the time. I just thought, the internet's got a lot of bad stuff. 
So let's get off the internet with our good stuff. And so uh, we figured out that the cheapest way to do that, the most financially efficient way, because we're poor, I work with nonprofits for a living, uh, is to make a print newspaper. And we've already got the good newsletter. We've converted the name at that point. So we're like, well, we should call the newspaper the good newspaper. We just have a hunch that it actually will help people to get it offline and to create this special, unique experience. Brandon launched a Kickstarter campaign in 2017 to raise money for his print newspaper. He didn't really know what to expect, but as you heard at the top of the show, they crushed their campaign goal. And I was like, oh, people want this. Like, it's not just me as a person who's like obsessive about good news, who wants this. There are others who care about this. It isn't until we've made like five or six of these issues that I'm like, oh, we are a media company now. Like we make a podcast every week. We make a newsletter every week. We've got followers on social media. We make a print newspaper. I guess we're a media company. So I will say it was an accident. I was not expecting it. Uh, But I sometimes think that that's the best way for things to evolve, to just say, how can I help? Like, what's the thing that's going to help others? Or what's the thing that like I need for myself? In the case of the podcast, it's like, I just need to learn this. I need to understand how do I get started making a difference? And then it turned out there were other people who wanted to come along for that ride. And when you're creating things like that, that feel just deeply you and aren't coming from a business perspective, then sometimes that's where you find the most success and when you can rally the most like-minded people who share these values with you. Fast forward to 2020, none of us could have seen a global pandemic coming. And I was like, I can't be on the front lines of this. I don't have any of those skill sets. But what can I do? And for us, we knew that a sense of hopelessness was going to come creeping in with just this huge, massive change for so many people. A lot of people were going to feel overwhelmed. And one thing that we really deeply believe at Good, Good, Good is that the only way to get through that feeling of overwhelmed is seeing a sense of purpose and taking action. And it's never distraction. So a lot of times when people think about good news, they think about cute videos of puppies and kittens playing. They think about like a video of a toddler being super cute. Uh, They think about even like John Krasinski hanging out and like recreating a scene with, you know, the cast of The Office. And all of those things are wonderful. And I love them. I spend so much time on the internet engaging with those things. But what we actually say at Good, 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 is that we would define that as feel-good news. And what we care about at Good, Good, Good is real good news. Because those things are saying, here's a break from the bad. And I think that is so important. And it's great that we all take breaks from the bad. But there's a level of privilege that you're sitting in if you just stay there. If you just stay sitting in the things that are separate from the bad. Because it means that you have the privilege of not experiencing the bad yourself. And so at Good, 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 what we say is, let's celebrate the solutions. Let's get our hands dirty. Let's dive into some real messy hope and look for the light within the darkness, the hope within the heartbreak. Brandon knew we were on the verge of a global recession and expected Good, Good, Good to go out of business. But if that was going to happen, Brandon wanted to help as many people as he could. And we thought, well, if we have what we think is a meaningful solution to one of the problems that everybody's facing right now. Let's make this accessible for everybody. And so I look at our bank account and I'm like, 
all right, how many newspapers can we give away for free? With the money we have right now, we're going to go out of business. Let's live out our values and burn out bright. So I look at how much money we have in our bank account, how much money I want to make sure that we can pay like our employees if we go out of business. Like, okay, do we got three months for everybody? And I'm like, cool. We are going to give away uh, a free newspaper to anybody who wants it. And it's like the dumbest idea. My business is a string of dumb ideas. But we basically set it up so that it's like, you can get your first newspaper free because we're a subscription. Sign up, get your first newspaper free. And everywhere that we post this thing, like come and get a free good newspaper, we say, please unsubscribe after your first one. Like if you can't pay for it, unsubscribe. If you like it, of course stay. But unsubscribe after your first one. We don't care. We won't be mad. We totally get it. Just get good news because we think it can help you. Within hours after their announcement, thousands of people were ordering newspapers. We had enough people who got the newspaper, loved it, found it to be something that was helpful, something that motivated them to get involved and make a difference, that they stuck around. And so Good 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 is like still around, even though we made the dumbest business decision ever, even though we're the dumbest product in the world, seemingly in the midst of a global pandemic. Uh, but it's it's resonating with people. And, I, and I'm so glad because it you know it's always resonated with me. And it's been like such an honor to say that like we get to make our difference in this small way. And again, our goal at Good 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 is not for people to cancel their New York Times subscriptions. It's not for people to stop paying attention to the news. It's that anytime you see a bad news story, you look a little bit closer. You you say, okay, well, this is bad, but where are people doing good? This is such a cliche at this point, but it's central to who we are and what we do. There's that quote from Mr. Rogers where he says, when I was a boy and I would see scary things in the news, my mother would say to me, look for the helpers. You will always find people who are helping. Brandon's work has been driven by kindness, but he's also aware that in order to truly help others, one must put that kindness into action. Sometimes I see kindness as just one step of the journey of doing good. Because you can be kind to somebody facing injustice and not actually help them. You can be kind to somebody who just experienced tragedy, but not actually solve the real problem that they have. And so I'm always careful about kindness where I go, this is good, this is a baseline, everybody should be kind, but We need to look at the systemic problem. We need to look at the deeper wound and work to solve that problem because that's the thing that really matters. Uh, With that said, I'm just trying to be kinder every day. You can connect with Brandon at Brandon Harvey on Instagram and Twitter. You can also check out his media company at Good 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 on Twitter and Good 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 Co. on Instagram and Facebook. We hope hearing Brandon's story left you re-energized and optimistic about the difference you can make in the world. If you like this episode, please share it with friends and loved ones. Thank you for tuning in and we'll catch you all again next week.